There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. I think there's history happening right now. Current events are happening as we speak. And I just want to point out that Matt Rogers has taken to the Las Culturistas Twitter and put out a call to action which is mm-hmm. to have everyone in New York City go see Titanic, starring Marla Mandel. This was truly undersold by all of our peers that had seen the show prior. I have to say that this and, is... Well, they were selling it pretty aggressively. And they were already selling it aggressively, but I didn't know that I was seeing the show that would make me excited about theater again, period, point blank. And I say this, I saw it the night after I saw Into the Woods on Broadway, which was also fabulous. But if I had gone to my head, had to choose one show to see again in the damn heartbeat, I would see Titanic. That being said, Sarah Bareilles was sick. But I got the leading lady of my dreams with Marla Mandel as Celine Dion herself. (laughs) This show is the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's The music is unbelievable. If you were a Celine Dion fan... Oh my God. I feel like Wendy Osefa. Am I a Celine Dion fan? Where does my heart be now? Sri Lanka. Um, But you have to go see the show. Bowen, I'm imploring you. I can't believe I didn't get to see it with you. That would would have been my dream. I mean... It was... It was... It was unbelievable. I'm so happy you went and... Gosh, it just looks like the best time. And I have been... Okay, so Matt and I were not aware of the Marla Mandel Colors of the Wind video until very recently. No. And it is... No. And I showed I showed it to our guests at the airport on our way to Europe. More on that later. 
but mm-hmm. it is hands down the funniest shit I've seen in the last and my, my whole life. I think it's one of the funniest things I've seen in my entire life. Did you know that um, that video actually appears in many a drag queen mix? And really? my friend, our friend Dave Mazzoni, who I took to Titanic, said, "Oh my!" Because I showed him the video as well before we went to give him context for what we'd be seeing, and he said, "Oh, I've seen this in a lot of drag queen mixes, and now I know it's intentional and comedy. I thought it was just some woman who was playing Pocahontas in a and regional production." Absolutely doing a bad job, <laughs> but no, you everyone has to YouTube Marla Mindell Pocahontas and then get your ass to see Titanic if you're in New York. Period. 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 And they've been saying it. My sister, how are you? Good. I mean, I literally just touched down back in Los Angeles again after what feels like months in New York. Yeah. Um, and just traveling, and now this is the first time I'm sitting here just enjoying. The solitude, Home. the silence, the beauty that is being with just me. Oh. And I'm loving it and living for it. But I have gotten some culture. I mean, Into the Woods, fabulous. Again, like Titanic is the show you have to see if you're in New York, but Into the Woods, a close second. Absolutely outstanding production. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm happy to be home. And how was your Euro trip? Well, I think I, I would be remiss to mention it without our guest, without bringing our guest in. Everybody. Interesting re- segue. Readers, it is the fifth annual Summer of Cunt episode special. How do we stylize this? Like I, I five, know that. Five, no, five U-M-M-E-R? No, no, I got it. Or that, that is an option. I, know, I, I didn't need to shoot that down immediately. Sort of, sort of the clearest option. But you did shoot it down immediately. That's what you did. Can I pitch an alternative? You know what I mean? Can I pitch sure. an alternative? S-V, sure. which is Roman numeral for five. S-V-M-M-E-R mm-hmm. of K-V-N-T. Like that. I like that a lot. It's not, it's not, it's not throwing the five at you. It's right. sort of backdoor. You know what I mean? It's anal sex version of. Absolutely. It's alternative. It's queer is what you've done. Absolutely. Ooh, should we talk about anal sex? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Let's talk about anal sex quickly before, because I know our guest has dabbled in it, but certainly hasn't um, <laughs> done it. As don't speak for our guest. No, I will. Well, okay, she's. I, 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 I distinctly remember her sort of exploring anal sex. Maybe I'm going to put a timeline out of it about four years ago because it mm. was a new pressure point. Her words, not mine. 2018. Um, new pressure point. This is right <laughs> when Kavanaugh got confirmed. It was a hard time for, hard time for the world and the culture. It was, yeah. I mean, I think that might have been that might have led to that might have been the... Do you want to talk about anal sex? Why? What's on your mind? I am. Um, I've had it recently, and it really has done a number on my, uh, on my, on my. Yeah, okay, oh. no. Let's be transparent about this. Where did you have it? Let's be transparent about this. I had it. I had it in my own house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you when you bottom? Do you get that weird feeling of like needing to pee, but like, but you don't actually yeah. need to pee? It's just that your prostate's been so stimulated. But I think it's the. I looked it up. It's the angle. It's not, mm-hmm. you, you got to get it at the right angle. Otherwise, you're going to get your prostate inflamed and then you're going to feel like you need to go to the bathroom all the time, but you but nothing comes out because nothing's there. Well, one thing I just want to say, which is sort of an A to C off what you're saying, and then we'll return right back to it. But after you have sex, go to the bathroom. Pee, pee, pee. After you come, you have to pee. Seriously, don't go to bed. That's how you get a UTI. So that's one thing. Two, absolutely angles right. are 100% a thing. Like, I actually think... When I'm when I'm riding a dick bottoming, 
I feel like a damn porn star. And when it feels I am amazing. like on my back, it feels like very painful. When I'm on and my sometimes back, sometimes you can really yeah. feel not so good in your pee pee. That you you said that out of a medical textbook, my friend. Mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Anyway, it's summer of cunt five, mm-hmm. and our guest is truly one of the three. I mean, you can't even talk about the three without talking about the guest. You really can't. Because there's just the three doesn't exist without her. It truly is the three. And Mm -hmm. you know her, you love her. Unless you don't, she is one of our very best (laughs) friends. She used to be a writer at SNL. She wrote on this past season of of I Love That for You. A great show. A great show. She's all around an icon, let's say. Mm Mm-hmm has now relocated. We're going to hear a little bit about that, I'm sure. Mm. And has just completed a Euro trip with one Bowen Yang, a co-host of this very podcast. And there's much to discuss. And I'm so happy. I can't wait to hear all about it. I really can't. I'm so happy to bring her into this fold, mm. into Summer of Cunt 5. Ooh, I have a good feeling. All There's always some truth and That's honesty. Such a good feeling. Well, I, we hope so, right? We I'd really also, hope there's going to be truth and honesty in this one. We do. And we do. Big just, smile on my face. Big smile on my face. Really quickly, I do think Matt and I should <laughs> announce our spinoff series on Instagram Live. They are officially called The Honesty Zone. It has no <laughs> the affiliation. The Honesty Zone. Yes. It's called The Honesty Zone. It has no affiliation officially with Los Culturistas, but it is me and Matt usually. Yes. Um, well, we're both super honest about everything going on and not yes. afraid to talk about any subject. That's true. Now, without further ado, please welcome our esteemed guest <laughs> for the fifth <laughs> annual Summer of Cunt special. Welcome. Yes. Sudi Green! Green! Hi! Hi! Uh, Hi, my friends! I can't believe five years. Five years. Five Can years you running. It? Five years of cunt. Can you believe it? Five years of cunt. Our cunt is returned. Uh, our cunt our is going to kindergarten. Turned. Our cunt is going to kindergarten. Kindergarten is like our cunt, our cunt is going is to kindergarten now. Our cunt weighs about forty pounds. Our cunt is like repeating, you know, curse words we say. You know, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like oh, the cunt so is tough. learning. They've been doing that, and then you're like, it's okay. Like they're gonna watch it on TV anyway. You know, my cunt can't read yet. What about yours? <laughs> my cunt is really ahead of his reading level. He's, he's, he's reading at a sort of fourth grade level, I would say. Reading Goosebumps. Can we actually, can we actually, I was going to say, I was going to say Mike Hunt has been given the finger in class. Can we actually say, was that, this is, oh, this is a good round robin. Was there a thing that you started doing at like age five that was troublesome that maybe had to get a note sent back to your parents? Or did you have a quirk? I want to hear everyone's five-year-old quirks, this being the fifth birthday of Summer of Cunt. I'll start by saying I started saying the words damn, hell, and ass and giving the finger to my classmates. (laughs) And my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Smith, had told me, she said she gave me a note. And she said, this is a note to tell your parents how well you've been doing in class. Go home and oh, give it to your parents. Oh and I went home and gave it to my parents. They sat me down on the bed and read it to me. And it was my teacher telling my parents how I had been saying the words damn, hell, and ass and giving people the middle finger. That's and I was fucked up. That's actually no. subterfuge yeah, on your teacher's Yeah, because where'd part. you learn it? Okay. That's the question. Mrs. Smith. And that was... My fucking hardcore teacher. <laughs> teacher. I have an answer. Teacher. Oh. Go. Okay, my behavior, unfortunately, was pulling down my pants and, like, flashing people. Like, at, like, 
my god, <laughs> not that's in, disgusting. Not in school, but like at like you know like you know when all like the Chinese families would get together. I think <laughs> I, I got in trouble a couple times. It was it wasn't that often, but there were at least two times when like someone like my parents had to pull me inside and be like, "You can't do that." Right, because you can't. Now, you do can't. you think it was? Do, do you think this was about you wanting to show people your hiney, as we called it? No, it was. Or it, was it was dick forward. It was penis forward. You wanted everyone to see your penis, your little penis, and, and my hiney too. I it was. Both. I say. I was verse. I was verse as a five-year-old. Kids five don't like clothes. Kids don't like clothes. Kids like, don't like clothes. They just clothes. are like naked all the time. Please, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I think that tracks for both you and I, Bowen. I'm surprised, Bowen, you have one because Bowen and I's narrative is that we were very well-behaved kids. (laughs) I I wouldn't say I wasn't a well-behaved child. You don't have one. There was nothing about you that was sort of unique or special. There's nothing nothing else out of the beaten past that would like set you apart as like an interesting child. I mean, in kindergarten, which I guess is like five, I my favorite color was black, (laughs) and I would wear a lot of black. And didn't that's so cheap. But but I mean like I was Posh really bitch. I mean boys are weird. Boys are weird and they do weird stuff and I just feel like girls, girls are, are more weird socially too. advanced. Well, that's very, no, that's girls very, are normal. Uh, suddenly we're we're stomping around and the binary is very real here in the chat. Uh, <laughs> girls are normal, boys are weird, okay? Well that You're is right. the only binary that I <laughs> subscribe to. Is yes. <laughs> is is that is that but would, Bone? Do you remember um, when <laughs> there was like we were at Paparilla, our our oh, yeah. musical sketch? I mean, we don't even have to explain it at this point. The sketch group that we all used to be in, we were waiting in the Charleston, Charleston Airport. Airport. <laughs> and Matt, you and Amanda Sheckman, and I'm pretty sure like Tessa Scara, Tessa Scara, we were love all sharing stories of when you were nightmares to your parents (laughs) and like would throw tantrums and I would do this and I would do that. And you were sharing story after story and bone and I turned to each other and I go, I never acted like that. I was a very well-behaved child. Well, we, we talked about to be, we were were talked about to being children of immigrants. It's white devils. White devils. White devils. (laughs) I will come clean though and say that I was certainly a problem child in some aspects. I I, I was giving my, I was yelling at my parents, but that's because they were acting crazy too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I like was smoking weed in every corner of my hometown, like from about like 16 on. So, you know. See, and I didn't touch the stuff. I didn't even yeah. touch the stuff. Okay. I didn't touch stuff until till college when Sudie Green famously introduced marijuana into my life. Did you, you introduced it to Matt? You're the yeah, one. Yeah, I smoked him out for the first time. That was kind of my thing. Wow. I was every yeah. a lot of she got me first. In a, she got me in a room. She cornered me. She very much cornered me. She barricaded the door and she forced me to do something that made me feel I louied you. <laughs> yeah. I louied you with weed. <laughs> and it changed and I and I've never been the same. The way you took to it. Oh, please. It became my favorite thing. Well, I have, I'm a classic Pisces with an addictive personality. I'm actually sitting here, literally, I've started to feel physically itchy that I'm not getting stoned because there's weed right there. Should I? Well, can I tell you? Yeah, do it. Why not? Do it. Why not? Are you, are you not going to? I'll take a little, I'll take a little edible. No, I just pick up my sister from the airport. Oh, that's right. Sue doesn't, Sue doesn't smoke weed anymore. She doesn't watch Housewives anymore. She's suddenly like, you know, very (laughs) different. I know, I've changed. She's very different. uh, I do watch Housewives, just not really. You know what I mean? Mm. Wait, Sudi's not on Be Real anymore. That's the biggest change. That's the change that that affects me most immediately in my life. 
I'm not on Be Real, Real. and I just skipped two days and now I don't even get the notifications, which is what I like about Be Real. I stopped Be Real because it was still making me feel bad. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I just like saw a couple of posts and I was like, well, I'm jealous of that. Well, bleep, blah, blah. Well, you shouldn't be following those people then. That's what I like about Be Real is that it can be such a cultivated atmosphere where it's just like, I've kept my circle on Be Real so small. So it's just the same idiots doing the same shit. I will say the one thing I don't love about it is it does just become. If if you are having like a boring life for a few days, like it is just you sitting in the same room with a Literally, picture of the same window yeah. and you wearing the same shirt. Like I I was embarrassed a couple of days on Be Real when I was wearing the same shirt in a few pictures, and I was like, oh, people don't know that I'm not even like washing the shirt. No one's clocking it. <laughs> but then again, that's the point. That's the point of Be Real. The You're point real. is to be real, famously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Famously. But yeah. Su- I guess Sudi's not smoking weed anymore. But this is the thing: Sudi and I did not have access to marijuana that was for two weeks. Such a bummer! How many times on the trip were we like, "God, I wish we had edibles right now"? And I don't 20. like this narrative that I don't smoke weed anymore. I just don't smoke it alone <laughs> in my house a lot anymore. Okay, superior ass. It's not a superior <laughs> thing. It's like me being old and a and 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 a sensitive nerd thing. Like, oh, I see. You know what I mean? It's me. I'm getting lamer. No. But didn't you tell me that you've been getting more anxious after smoking it? That, that happened. That, that happened when I started working at SNL. I was like a functional stoner oh. my entire life. All throughout my early 20s, I started working at SNL, smoked the same weed at night. My heart is like in my eyes. You know what oh, I mean? That feeling. God. And then 100%. like, I think it was just like more stress in my life. I, I'm a big like weed activates whatever mood I'm feeling. So if I'm like with friends and I'm giggle Gus, then it's going to be giggle Gus. If I'm on vacation and I'm in Zen mode, then it's going to be Zen mode. It's going to be, I love to be like high on the beach. That's kind of, mm. uh, it's a vacation moment for me. Very but long. no rules. Also no rules. I mean, like who knows? Who knows? But there were so many moments on this trip where Sudi and I were like, God, I wish there was weed to like enhance the experience. Okay. So, and you've mentioned the words, the trip, and this is what I'm interested in. So I purposely was not like bugging you guys a lot because I knew you were having a fabulous time and we were in different time zones. So I never knew when it was like dinner time, et cetera. And I knew you were having a fabulous time from the photos that were shared. And just really, I'm going to say it, the word, the vibes that I was feeling. Mm. It felt like a very good vibe. It was a good vibe. So I want to know highlights. If you had to pick like between three to five, like highlights, stories, moments, I want you to share with not only me, but also the readers of the podcast about what we're going to call Sudi and Bowen's big trip. Okay. Sudi, do you want to start? Okay. Well, first of all, I have to say that 1000 times we said we wish Matt was here. Yeah. And you did send me a picture of a cocktail that I would have enjoyed. Honestly, most of the time it was when we got a cocktail because... (laughs) Okay, we were well, at, I love a this will be my number one highlight because it involves okay. you because this is something <laughs> that I wanted to talk about on the pod because it's something that you said that now runs through my brain rent free as a kid. It's very say. funny. It's very funny. Okay, so what is it? when we were in Mexico City, we were <laughs> sitting the first of all, okay, I don't think that so, honey, another- when you guys talked about Mexico City on the pod, you did not mention Mo and I once. What you are you did talking about? We absolutely did. It was inherent. I, it was inherent. You didn't say the names. You didn't so even. What? Everyone it was knew we were with. It we was didn't get into that much detail on Mexico City. I would say. Yeah. We just. I think. I think it was like the new year, and we were like, "Oh, it was fun. Let's move on." 
It like, was very overwhelmed by COVID. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, you had COVID. Okay, forgiven. I, I just had to get it. that off my chest. Um, clearly, I have been thinking about it. Um, okay, so when we were in Mexico City on the trip that four of us were on, um, we were sitting at this like uh, bar in the middle of the day, kind of after shopping, and Matt ordered this like special drink of the day, which was like this mezcal cocktail that came in this like it. gorgeous it was purple and it came in like a little flower pot almost like a terracotta yep, I literally oh. remember that one I remember the where we were drinking it I remember everything about that and yes. Matt, the the waiter puts it down Matt drinks it and he goes this is good I'm gonna have three of these <laughs> <laughs> yep this is good yeah. I'm gonna have three of these three and, and so I every love- cocktail on this trip yeah <laughs> Yeah, every cocktail on this trip, I would drink and I go, This is good. I'm going to have three of these. Good. I'm going to have three of these. Because that is like, and you have to remember also, just to give people, readers rather, a glimpse into what that situation was, it was very much a daytime moment. So I feel that Mm. post shopping on a vacation, when you sit down to like enjoy an establishment, it's a good idea to have three cocktails if you're enjoying it. It's just a good number because then it's like you're toasted. You can go back and nap before the dinner festivities or the evening portion of the day. Exactly. Exactly. And I love you. And I and I love that you're a little um, you're an enjoyer. You're just like a consumer and an enjoyer. And it's Mm. like I just love that attitude. I, You know, when you're at dinner with somebody and they're like, I'm only doing one or whatever, like. So boring. Fuck why that. limit yourself at the outset? I just feel like why limit yourself at the outset? That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know who else enjoys me for that reason? Restaurants, yep. servers, mm-hmm. waitresses, mm-hmm. the girls who need the economy to keep going. Economists love me for this. Economy presidents, yeah. People girl. that cl- people that closely Presidents? watch the stocks. Pe- people that run nations. They love that I come to their nation and, mm-hmm. and I buy their cocktails. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural exchange. It's anthropological <laughs> what I'm doing. It's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. Okay, that was my highlight. Matt, Bowen. Uh, my highlight was... That can't I mean, be the highlight. This, no. I'll do another highlight. I just want to include <laughs> you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Um, highlight was having Celestium there in London. So the, mm. the, the two legs of the trip were London and then Mallorca. Mm-hmm. And Celestium happened to book a trip. Well, they heard that we were going and they were like, I'll go too, actually. But don't worry about me. Like, I'll get my own room. Like, I, we, our plans don't have to align exactly. Like, whatever. We can, like, give each other space. I just want to go to see theater, they said. But then we ended up just hanging out with them the entire time we were in London. And it was it was truly a joyful, joyful moment. It was bliss. Put your hearts Speak, up for Celeste. Put your hearts up. Put your hearts up. And then, the, the, okay, this the, the saying is, put your hearts up. Put your, put your. Put your hearts up, and you do you do that the hand heart like this. Yes, that's a, put your that's a up. Celestia MTM. Put your, put your hearts, hearts up. up. Put your put your. It's really good. It's it really good. So many, so, many, so many phrases, so many words entered the lexicon. Yeah, like put your. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally. 
and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found Framebridge. I found Framebridge too. Framebridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Basuda, you have to tell Matt about, about, you know, you know, you, you well, about is, it, what? is it, is it fair to talk about Neva Bean? Oh, Neva Bean. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I will talk about this. Okay. So I was, uh, this is not, did not happen on the trip, but then was big on the trip. Am I telling yes. the origin story of Neva Bean? I oh, so. Lord. Okay. Well, is, I'm saying, is that okay? Is this okay to talk about? Th- th- yes. This? A girl okay. asked me 
apropos of nothing, what Israel was like. And she said, what's Israel like? And I said, never been. <laughs> because I was so shocked that she At was asking me of that out of nowhere. Because I guess I have she, curly hair. She went up to you. Yeah, she thought you were Jewish. That's what it feels like But she's me. like a friend of a friend. You know what I mean? It's not like a complete yeah. stranger. Yeah. And I'm like getting my soda. And she says, what's Israel like? And honey, never I been. looked at her. I just never said, been. Never been. <laughs> Never been heard a lot of things. Never been. <laughs> um, first of all, even if I was Jewish, that is a psycho thing. Completely to say psycho. to somebody. <laughs> completely crazy. That is crazy. Um, never been was huge. Yeah. So actually, kind of, we went to Majorca, landed in Majorca. We say, "Oh, look at Majorca, it's so beautiful." Yeah. Never been. Never, never been. been before. Never yeah, been. Never Ibiza. Been Ibiza. Very close by. Never been. Never Valencia. Been. Never been. Never been. Uh, anywhere other than the resort. Never been. <laughs> oh, really? Was it ever a very resort-heavy trip? Explain and describe the resort. The resort in Majorca was in Port Port uh, Porto Soyer, Soyer mm-hmm. um, on the northern coast along a cliff. A gorgeous resort. Jumeirah. Mm-hmm. And... We had one day where we left the resort to go to a beach club on the southern coast. Mm. Everybody told us, although every local told us, it's you'll get a taxi back, no problem, from the southern coast. We said, great. I booked a car to get us from the resort to the beach club, but I did not book a car on the way back because everyone said booking taxis is easy. And Sudi and I said, we believe you. Basically, long story short is, it took us three hours to get back to the resort after we had left the the, the beach club at 7 p.m. because we had to take the bus into the city and then from there basically wait about a half hour for a cab. That it was, was also, yeah, it was truly it was God's way of punishing us for having money and enjoying ourselves, which we deserved, which, <laughs> which we, we deserved. deserved. We deserved it. It was like a fabulous beach club experience. Shout out to Andrew Law, who told us about this beach club. And we're sitting on the beach and we're swimming in the sea for the first time. Mm. And it's, it's, we're next to fancy British people and, and gorgeous German women next to their gorgeous daughters. I saw so many women in their fifties with their hot daughters and they were both hot and it was crazy and it was awesome. Very fun. And then, huh? Hairspray. Very Von Tussle. Very Von Tussle. Oh, it was Von Tussle. Velma and Amber vibes. Everywhere. Two flat stomachs. You couldn't tell. One came out of the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. Anyway, so we go from this fabulous experience, cut to us on the bus, silent. 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 I will say there is nothing more stressful than, than being lost in a foreign in a country yeah, that you don't know, yeah. You don't speak the language and you don't understand the transportation. And it, it really was quite yeah. stressful. And I would say that um, <sighs> Bowen was being father travel and he was on the directions, on his phone, figuring out where we needed to go kind of every step of the way. There was a lot of huge father travel moments where he was just kind of like making sure that the family went this way. It was, was happy, huge. Was happy to. That's that's one of my that's one of my gay powers. There's a list of gay mm-hmm. powers. I think mine is tells time, quote unquote. But that also applies to like 
maps and travel and stuff. All like three that. of us have our father travel moments. I feel like I was father travel in Mexico City and Matt yes. is father travel in Disney. Yes. <laughs> the city of Disney. The, the city famous Disney. culture of Disney. Yeah, I am father travel there. I mean, you could call me father travel in Orlando and Anaheim greater area. I, it's truly, I, I mean, but it's 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 very meaningful. The places you are father travel in, it, it says a yeah. lot about you. It's love language being father travel. It's very true. It really um, is. The, uh, was was that the highlight? Did, did I say my highlight then? Does that count as a highlight? That was a huge highlight. Oh, Celeste! I said Celeste. Shout out to Celeste. Celeste, the bus. The buses were air conditioned and they were clean, and that's which. Shout out I to guess- socialism really made a difference, huh? Because Europe had a famous heat wave the the the, the days you decided oh, to be there. Oh, it, the British faces in the heat. This was fun. <laughs> that was fun. They should not be they're where not it's meant. hot. It's yeah. not yeah. okay no, not for their for bodies. Their bodies, yeah. the insides of their bodies are fighting what's on the yeah. outside and it's a battle <laughs> and you're, the equilibrium, the, the battlefront is the skin. And it's red and it's wet. And you see oh, the no. burns and you go, this is why colonial colonization is bad. Like, the, yeah, the, the, no, it's people they shouldn't who, have been there. I mean, for a million reasons. go to these places. For a million It's one of the reasons, exactly. And it was bad. I mean, it was like 100 degrees, 103 degrees when we were in London. However, I will say that like, because Bowen and Celeste and I have all experienced that time in New York that is just like, garbage you're on this you're on the surface of the sun and the sun is garbage like those disgusting Mm -hmm. weeks in the summer in new york like i'm not it wasn't it was it was it was bad it was really hot it was miserable to walk around but we could handle it we had been there before some of these folks can't and some of these buildings can't because they're they're old and they don't have central air yeah i mean i think that was really the what was jumping out as the real issue was that they're just not used to it and that the buildings don't are not built with the idea of withstanding that type of temperature and weather. But I feel like, yeah, I was never worried about you guys there because I understand that you guys have been through the hell hell hole, which is New York. There's no other way to describe the city. It is hell. I am very upset about having to return. Um, okay. Uh, I'm, I, I, I really don't like it. So, and that's me saying at the outset of a, of a journey there. And I'll be excited to go in a couple weeks again. But no, I, you don't wow, have did to I be. hate it at the end. No, I will be just because that's what happens, right? Like that's, that's everyone's relationship with New York. It's like, get me the fuck out of here. And then, wow, can't wait to return to the magic of the city. Yeah. Can't wait to feel that energy outside. And then you do, and then you're exhausted and tired and feel like a slug and f- crawl off Crawling. the plane. I, 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 okay, Sudi and I were talking about this. We were like, I was like, what? I don't, re- I don't can't even really tell what my sister Matt's journey with New York is in this moment. Mm. Like, I'm like, is it that he likes going there in the summer, but like once the fall comes, he like, runs back to LA would you like- no that no that doesn't make any sense okay yeah t- in, well tell me well in July and August New York becomes unlivable yeah. because of the humidity and the temperature that's when I hate being there mm. unfortunately for me and my schedule in my life that is when I am there this year so yes. I've been there all of June pride month and I think just like everything surrounding it just like really slapped me around. I also got really sick and I'm mm. not all the way better. Um, still? Yeah, still. 
and I'm seeing my doctor on Thursday. Oh, but man. um, like, and so like, I'm just like, it's not a good city to not feel good in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's New not York comfortable. In the summer, no, it's not comfortable at all. And so I've just been so looking forward to getting back here because it's dry. But actually, in the fall is when I love New York. It's and actually, I would I would go as far as to say like September through December, I find New York to be excellent and magic un- and and very comfortable and magical and i even i even count all the way through december for that because it's so much you know i mean christmas You're in christmas new york king. is so gorgeous and i'm christmas king so we we do love to celebrate that it's every other month really except for that i'm gonna call it a 48 hour period in the spring when it's nice um because of say it with me global warming now we actually don't have a spring in new york we only have deep dark winter that seems to go right into the depths of I hell i will say both of you missed the spring this year which was actually quite nice and quite extended extensive it was it was like i am happy to hear two that. solid weeks but that is, it is climate change and it is like oh fuck they yeah. call it were, were the were the british people sort of like talking about climate change they call it the climate crisis which, which is I so love. much better. It's, it's very, very good. It's very As good. As Dorit would say over and over again, it's so chic. <laughs> it's one of the chicest words for the climate crisis that you can have. Can I just say, full full out, London is, I think, my favorite city in the world. Okay. <laughs> what? That's, it's great. That's, I, I mean, I love it. So, well, Matt, what is this? We'll go ahead and qualify that. It's so lovely. The people there's and and Celeste was pointing this out. Like there's like ex- like accessibility and like vegan options. Like these things and like everywhere we went, they were asked like if they had any food allergies. I'm just saying like it's like a very like polite place. And like Sudi and I went to Bimini Bamboo Lashes party. Oh really? And yeah, it was, was just really our fun. only night out, like like uh, like in a queer space. But it was everyone was so polite. People were so nice. I got bumped like, into, and like people were like making eye contact with me, being like, "Sorry, sorry." Would <laughs> never <laughs> happen anywhere in this horrid country. And don't, I don't know. Yeah. I I really yeah. liked it. And like, there's just different. There's different things to do. Like, just, like if you want nature, you go to Hampstead Heath. If you want like something very urban, you go to so like there's just there's just something something for everybody. I really I really loved it. It beat out Paris. I feel me. like you are going to be spending a lot of time there, Bowen. I just I think feel I like it's gonna be it's gonna be bi coastal, but the coast is the other. The, the coast, coast is inland. Babe. Is inland, babe. The coast is by the Thames River. That's okay. what I'm talking about. And yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. didn't call it Thames for one second. Well, I we corrected you. I corrected you in such a nice way. I just want to let everybody know. I knew it was Thames, but I forgot how it was said when I saw it spelled. Which is a lot of things over there. I know. It really so is. So scary. I was so scared sometimes. They're like It's Leicester Square, you fucking idiot. I don't, I don't, I can't, that's, that's, a, that's a vulnerable spot for me. And I don't even want to go there. Not but knowing you, but, stuff. But Sudi knows British. Sudi knows Love Island. Sudi knows. Oh yeah. He's, he's cracking with the and a proper bottle. <laughs> What's the crack? It's the crack. What's, What's the, the crack? crack? I love what it. is crack? Crack is like, I'm going to say it's like, it's like, what, what's up? Like, what, what are we, what what's are we doing? Crack? What's yeah. the party? What's the, what's the vibe? Okay. What's, what's the, the crack? crack? Grafton, like got to put my Grafton boots on. Grafton wow. flirting. End up? Um, did you guys end up seeing any shows with Celeste? 
We well, were supposed okay, Sudi. I don't Sudi even Sudi want to talk about it because it's gonna upset me. Okay. Basically, Sudi bought tickets to go see the opening night of Sister Act, starring Jennifer Saunders. Okay, and we were all so excited to go. Then Sudi gets an email the day of saying the show's been canceled. We go, what? And then they said, you have uh, new dates. They said, these are your new dates for the tickets. And it was on the day of the heat wave. So I thought, oh, maybe they're not doing it because it's 103 degrees outside. So I tried to call customer service to like confirm because it was a very confusing email and they didn't pick up. And then in a panic, because it was our last night, we wanted to see a show. We bought tickets to Wicked, which was good. Which was great. <laughs> But then I called the, finally I got through to the people and they were like, oh no, the, the show is still going on. That was a mistake email. And I was like, well, we already bought mistake the tickets to Damn Wicked. Email. I wish we had still gone to Sister Act. I don't know. I have so, I, I can't fine. even go there. I can't even go there. I can't even go Unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, we're already here and I have to keep talking about we're it. We're already here. So, so how was Wicked? Talk about Wicked. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by a British Wicked. So British Wicked is exactly fun. what it sounds like. It's, Every, but it's it's everybody on stage. I'm so, not that. Literally, girl. literally, literally, it, it <laughs> is like in in the diction of the singing. Because you know, like you put on a Spice Girl song and they sing. They don't sing with the British accent. You know, it's like when British people sing, it sounds. Well, like the Spice American. Girls aren't doing theater. It's actually real culture number thirty. The Spice, Spice Girls, Girls aren't, aren't doing, doing theater. theater. But when you're doing theater and when you're taking a very well known American musical and adapting it for the West End. It is literally like, um, popular, popular. <laughs> I'll help you be like, I, what, what's a good example? Like, um, uh, um, so if you can't find yes, me, exactly, exactly, exactly. Look. She slayed. It was crazy. It was like, it was, it was when, when she did, when she did it at the end. It was like, I was like, it was a clutching the hands moment. It was like, Celeste said, this is why you go to live theater because you can, you're in the room with it. You can feel it. it. She was really good. Really good Alphaba. Excellent Alphaba. uh, Really good Glinda. Amazing Morrible. Incredible Morrible. I love when Morrible can really, can really give, when Morrible can really give, it can be an amazing experience. She was giving Greta Titleman in a huge way. She was (laughs) sitting and she was delivering. (laughs) It was great. Imagine Morrible as stepmom. Yeah, it was stepmom energy for sure. It was stepmom energy. I thought the the wizard was good. Fiero was left something to be desired. It makes you go, oh, "Oh, I wish I could have seen Mr. Norbert, you know? Or Nick Adams. I I was watching the whole show being like, I wish I could have seen Nick Adams star of Fire Island as Fierro as he once was. <laughs> I had never seen Wicked before. That was my first time seeing it. You've never seen, seen it. Wicked? Um, I read the book because I'm read the book culture. Read the book uh, culture. Yeah. The book is very different. The book is very dark. Alpha becomes like a murderer and there's like a bacchanal happening. It's like really dark. The musical like sort of like makes it for kids and like makes it like, oh, she was picked on at school. But right. the book is like, the book is talking about how she becomes like someone who fucks the monkeys. Interesting. I don't remember yeah. her fucking the monkeys. Read it again, bitch. Okay, bitch. Okay, read bitch. Read it again, bitch. Did you read it, bitch? I started That's for to. me to know and for you to <laughs> never know. That's actually the expression. That's for, for me, me to, to know, know and, you and for you to, to never know. know. That's, really good. <laughs> That's really good. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed going it to Wicked. It was a good time. And it really is, at this point, like doing Wicked. Sister Act. 
sucks as a musical. You know that, right? Like you didn't really? need to see Sister. Yes, but uh, Sister Act as a musical is like who cares? Like <gasps> Sister Act is like two Don't C plus you dare. songs. No, I'm saying any any super talented person is gonna be a who cares in a fine in a bad show. Period. It was, it and was, also, Jen, Jen, it's not like Jennifer Saunders is coming out there playing Dolores Van Cartier. Well, the thing is, the the choices were between Wicked and and Juliet, which is the Max Martin jukebox musical, which won like all the Olivier Awards. Oh, I love that, and I I I agree with Sudi. I kind of wish we had seen that instead. Wicked, not that Wicked was. I still enjoyed my theater going experience, but would have loved to see something fresh because 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 the thing that I said to Celeste and Sudi was it is at this point such a thankless job to be in that show to be in Wicked on the West End like you know fucking like twenty years in almost yeah there was and, a million empty seats and we're sitting in oh, front really? of like a six year old boy who kind of has the squirms is crawling around and, like, <laughs> has to sit on the mom's lap like yeah like kind of laying on two seats kind of like I'm bored like truly like truly like no like the audience giving them nothing no laughter no anything no applause except for like obviously like after defying gravity and like it was very cruise ship. It was very cruise ship. That's the vibe. Thank you. And so that's what made me go, I wish I was singing Juliet, like as something where everyone in the audience is excited to see it on some mm-hmm. level. I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, but like that's actually the majority of stuff that's yeah. that you can pay to see now. Like I have seen a ton of stuff all, all this year since I've been in New York. Like I sort of made it a point to be going to a lot of shows. And I, I hate to say this. But oh. I didn't see anything really good until Saturday night when I saw Into the Woods. And then and, Titanic. And then Titanic the next night was like, thank fucking God. I was like, that, just, that show fun. deserves everything because it's just fun. And it's also people singing and loving what they're singing and oh. going for it instead of being like, like, hi, I'm out here and I'm really nervous to be doing this. It's like, I'm singing in a protected way. And I'm just like, okay. Like, meanwhile, like Titanic, they're like, they're, they're truly going for it. Like, I'm really, really, really loving. Like, and also it was in the old UCB theater. Yeah. Like it's, it's called, um, the it called asylum, now? the asylum. And it's just so cool what they've done with that space. You could tell that everyone was like, really caring about the show that was happening there. And it was just really nice to see the space given the love and also with performers that were loving being there. And if you can go see it in that space, it's really something special because that space is special. I've seen some of my favorite art there going back all the way. I texted Aaron Jackson about it. I was like, wow, you really undersold um, Titanic. I don't think I've laughed that hard in this theater since fucking identical twins. (gasps) Oh my God. It was just so fun to be back there. And like, it is such a special space where there's so many memories and it's just nice to see something good there. It's psycho when a theater is not a functioning theater, which is actually so many theaters because theater is underfunded. But like, how many times have you performed in a place where it's like you show up and it's like, okay, well, we don't have um, the the audience is fully lit uh, and and you're dark and um, they can't hear you. They can only see you and you have to scream the whole time. And it's like, okay, well, like now it's my time. That is everything. That is everything. Yeah. Is yeah. there a place we can put props? Absolutely. It's backstage, but there's a lot of exposed nails. Okay. <laughs> what's that smell? Decomposed rat. Got it. You Thanks, can't. Thanks, everybody. I want, actually was when I, 
when I worked at the Emmys, we were doing the opening number of the Emmys, which I've talked about in the show is one of the most traumatic events in my career. And one of it, one of it was, one of it was, <laughs> they said to us, people cannot enter and exit. That was what? seriously something that they said. They were like, people cannot, people cannot enter or exit because <laughs> the way that these like screens moved across the stage that was like their whole effect. It took Fuck. like three minutes for them to fully open and close. And so they were like, everybody starts on stage and is on stage the whole time. And we kept being like, yeah, no. And like writing, writing entrances and exits. And then the director would be like, what are all these entrances and exits? I told you those, those weren't at the Emmys at the place where they honor television. I will say that I think that this is like a uniquely, Emmys aside, in terms of like being performing comedy or any kind of theater, let's just say like any DIY performance effort, like doing it in the US is a nightmare. Usually, any city you go to, except I would say anytime that we've done stuff in Canada, I think it's been much nicer. Funding, baby. Funding. Fun, I know, no, no, but that, that's what, but yeah, like as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. Cause in Canada, like in Vancouver, Matt and I did, and I don't think so, honey, at the JFL West. And that was real, like, that was a great little rock venue, but they had like a green room with like a stocked fridge, at least, you know? And Toronto, it was through the Sketch Fest there. And like the theater there was really nice, I remember. And like, just, I don't know, was like funded by the government. And then like in Montreal for JFL, it's all like such an, it's such a better operation. We're like, you wish that you had this everywhere. Or you don't up realize coming. how much nobody gives a fuck about anybody in America until you leave it for like one second. Like yeah. truly, I mean, like it's crazy how how uh, how it's Mad Max over here in so many ways. Well, it's like literally listen to us talking about how it's like, isn't it a shame? Like the comedy theaters are not well stocked when the fridge and like people can't get a monkeypox vaccine. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, but like just zooming right. out. It's like it's actually so fucked. Like, I mean, I, I I haven't been angry like this. I think actually, you know what it was like? I was one of those fools that allowed like the first, you know, couple of years now of like the Biden's Biden's presidency and like, you know, it, it feeling like. COVID was getting um, under control to allow me to feel less angry. And now I'm just fully, completely angry again. I mm -hmm. guess it's like, you know, the January 6th revelations of it all. And also like the fact that COVID is now resurgent again and that monkeypox is getting out of control and that the way it's being reported is that it's an STI when it's not. And, you know, the slowness to get vaccines out and get information out seems extremely reminiscent of like the late 80s when they didn't really want to or the, throughout the 80s rather when they didn't want to deal with like it because it, there was homophobia and now it's like government officials are just so unafraid to talk about how they're homophobic like today like what's that fucking idiot Lauren Boebert I can't even believe she's getting real estate on this podcast, but she said something like Sodom and Gomorrah is trending. Is that where they're having the 2024 DNC? And it's like, first of all, you fucking what? idiot. Like she's trying to say something homophobic. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah, if I you actually it. read the Bible, the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah fell is because they were not charitable and were not hospitable, not because that there was gay sex happening there. So like, if you're trying to like, say I read the Bible at LOL, you're like, let me use my homophobia as a joke. Like you completely missed the mark there. But then again, she's a fucking idiot to begin with. So 
I mean, what what's the point? But it's just like it's just getting so much more blatant that no, like, gay panic they don't is give like a fuck fully about back. us. Well, yes, and I think it's like obviously like their hatred of women is is now extremely apparent. Them vote 157 of them voting to like <laughs> make it so that we can't have contraceptives in this country or like whatever it is. I honestly like it's just so fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just been never more evident that it's hell here. And it's what's been interesting is to at least see the generation like above me, like like or at least two generations above me, like my parents' generation. Like I've seen like my dad acknowledge it now, which is kind of like crazy. Like really? I think people that have like were even grew up in like a baby boomer generation, like who were like, yeah, well, we're very free in America. We have a lot to be thankful for are like, nah, fuck this. American exceptionalism was never um was always a myth. Anyway, we don't have to get into it. This is Summer of Con after all. And this well, is not what Summer of Con is about. What is it about? Tell us, Bo. In the fifth year of Summer of Cunt, it is about enjoying, enjoying. Mm -hmm. After a couple of Summers of Cunt that were tenuous. <laughs> and Sudi and I kept saying to each other on this trip, and I believe this wholeheartedly, and I know this sounds so disgusting what I'm about to say, but Sudi and I kept saying to each other, we deserve this. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I stand by it. No. You know, we can cut it out. I just... I. <laughs> No, you, you, keep it in. I, I, we deserve it. I had not had a vacation in like three years. No, you hadn't. No, you hadn't. It's important to do. It's, it's important. important. Well, absolutely. Well, I, I also think it, you have had vacations, Bowen. You just, you just don't. You often don't think of them as vacations. I don't think of Fire Island as vacation necessarily. We went to Mexico City together. You've had vacations. It's just that when you have, when you allow other things to be on out. your mind, yeah. they, 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 they don't. They're not vacations. Like you have to bring a vacation mindset yes. to the vacation in order to to have one. Which is why I say I like this. I'm gonna have three. <laughs> See, I was not in that that mindset in Mexico mm -hmm. City, unfortunately. I wish I was. No, but I think you did a good thing for yourself, Bone, because you've been working so much and you were overwhelmed and you carved out this time for yourself to like enjoy the fruits of your labor. And I think that that is beautiful and something to like celebrate and be grateful for. And I think it's beautiful. That you were able to enjoy, which is in stark contrast to her saying "ew" when you said you, you that you deserved it. Well, no, that is to be but that's for Sudi to wrestle with. You know what I mean? That's for Sudi. Well, to wrestle with. I think that that is we we did pivot from kind of America burning down <laughs> to we deserve Euro vacation, <laughs> and I just want to acknowledge that. I just want to acknowledge those two truths. Those can those are those are sort of corollaries to each other. I, I believe say. that they coexist. I believe they must coexist. I feel like I have trouble. I have two modes. I have full, like bougie, spend it. I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, you know, I've made this money myself. Like, blah blah blah. Enjoy, and then that is always always counteracted with like call the DSA. It's always both. I just yeah. don't, I don't know what is right and what is wrong. I think it's some sort of balance in between, but like, I, I can't help it. You know, like e I even got sad. This is so lame. Okay. What I'm about to say, but like, there was like an interaction that I witnessed when I was at that bone wasn't there for at the pool at the resort. Oh yeah. 
And this family had come with like a day pass and then there was drama with the day pass. And then they were yeah. like, okay, well, you have to pay for a minimum for like, you know, each of the people that are here. And it was, and then the mom was like, okay. And then she went and like talked to her husband. And then they were like, no, that's crazy. And then they all left yeah. and they like packed up their stuff and left. And it, it, it bummed me out. Yeah, that's that because so it, hard. That, yeah, that well, was that's my good. family a million times when I was growing yeah. up. Sorry, but go ahead, Matt. If you don't know, then they will take advantage of you. And that like doesn't just happen in America. That does happen everywhere in the world, especially like a resort where it's like, never leave. You know what I mean? Like when we when Bone and I were just in the Bahamas, like, you know, they keep you there because they're very good at keeping you there. And there's a lot that's all inclusive, but you also have to a have the money for that and B know what to do with the money for that and yes. have a plan. Like not like try going to Disney world now without doing months of planning in advance. Oh, Just try. It's so Just sad. try to be, try to be a middle-class family. Try to be a lower class family that like buys tickets to Disney world and then gets there and then is confronted with, oh, well, did you get on the app and did you make three reservations for dining? Mm-hmm. And also, Six months ahead a, of time? Six months ahead of time or whatever it is. And oh, did you get on the fast? If you don't have the if you don't have the the app and you don't have the fast pass, you're not going to get on this ride. You might not even be able to. Nope. Get on the line for that other hour long thing that's two minutes long and is a show, not a ride. It's just like pathetic. It's I mean, so like fucked the, up. The, they've made the, it just so like, much more expensive. I just saw an article about it, about how how they've raised the prices. Over the oh, last ten years, it's crazy. Yeah, it's so. Ugh, ugh, it's like, ugh. but like, okay, this is the thing though. Like, I remember going to Disney as a kid, and it being a really nice experience. But it was like my parents like spending every dollar they had, and they were mm-hmm. they still like we did not stay on the property. We like packed our own lunches going in. Lovely, and it was still a great time. But it, but I did even as a kid have that sense of oh the best parts are like being kept behind some gate, right? Yep, exactly. Like for, for another class of people. Totally. Right. Which is, which happens everywhere in, in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. it is okay. But uh, Sudi and I watched the Victoria's Secret documentary separately on the flight over. And I, I, I just finished the last episode today, but it's a three parter. And I finished the third part today. And, and it is this thing. And, and this is the thing that they, they, talk, they talk about in um, white hot and that Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. It's like, eventually people will stop going to a place that makes them feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I just think that's also a pretty general rule too. And I'm like, well, and like, is Disney even going to be fun anymore for like most people? I don't know. Well, they're, they're, they're the customer satisfaction has never been so low. And actually there's a lot of like dissent within like the, like really hardcore fan communities because I mean, the the guest experience is just through the floor. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really crazy, and they've they've now designed this new system, which is like the 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 genie plus or whatever, which you have to get in order to like have perks at the park. And basically, the way it's designed is to make it so that the lines are really really long, so that you're not actually doing things. You're off shopping, like or you're off like you know, it's, it's, it's basically it's designed to be more of a mall than it ever was because that they're officially only a, they're only about the bottom line. You're I mean. And that is shop. Ugh. essentially, yes. And then so I remember like you I remember I, I went like to Disneyland like recently and it's like truly it's over two hundred dollars like t- to get like a, p- a pass where on the weekend you can go to both 
park. So imagine you're a family of four, right? Like that's like a thousand dollars right there just to get tickets. And then if you want to get on the good rides, you have to pay for this Disney Genie mm. Plus thing or whatever, which is like um, probably like 15 to 20 extra bo- bucks for each of those tickets. So that's even more. And then to get on the good rides, like the Rise of the Resistance ride that um, that's which like I all still the haven't been on. You have to pay twenty dollars on additionally to even do that one. So it's like it's it's like now it's like twelve hundred dollars, and then you haven't even eaten, and you have to like make sure that you get a reservation if you want to get table service because there's not the space, and like like there's limited uh, kiosks for the food, which is already super expensive. Ne- not to mention like like if you did want to buy merch or anything, and lots of kids do, like that's like up like uh, way 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 up there. And then we haven't even talked about staying at a hotel, which is like you know much much more expensive than it's ever been. So it's just like at a certain point, I think more people are going to be asking those questions, or they're just going to lose out to their competitors like Universal, who in Orlando are now going to open another huge theme park within the next three years called epic universe and that company still does offer perks like if you stay at certain hotels you can use your hotel key as a front of the line pass so it's just like i think that disney is just not understanding that it's about the guests and their experience and but but maybe it's not and never has been maybe it's always been about the bottom line and they're just really good at selling that to us because they do it with a smile Mm. you know what i mean like that's the thing that's so i think dark about the disney thing is because they sell it to you but they do it with a smile you know what i mean like it's a cult it's a cult and they're selling it to you every step of the way there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly bubbly burst refreshing bubbles colorful bottles and playful smiles galore bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories there's a lot to smile about each sip adds a burst of fun to your day i don't know about you matt but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I follow this woman on YouTube. Maybe I've talked about her on here before. <laughs> Angie Belmare, who's this Canadian woman. <laughs> I think woman. you have. I think you I have. think that she runs. I've now kind of looked into her business a little bit. I'm pretty sure it's a pyramid scheme. It's like <laughs> fitness coaching. And she has like coaches below her. Anyway, um, and she like lives on the property, but it's Uh like, it's all a cult. I mean, like it's, it's mm, now I want to go to Disney. Oh, fuck. Well, that's the thing is it's just like, it's because we have expendable income and like we go and we also know what we're doing. And so it's not a problem for us. But when you go there, you are going to experience that thing that you experience at the pool. How do people navigate it? This is the other thing too. It's like, how do people, I'm bad at that. Like, I don't even understand my credit card points barely mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. how do people navigate the damn system that's that's a skill in and of itself right but well especially when the system is designed to confuse you yeah so you get <laughs> so you get <laughs> fucked up and you don't yeah. use your benefits not to be this person but i'm thinking of like a family like mine like 20 years ago going to disney and trying to figure all this shit out like two like immigrant parents who like don't right. speak english as their first language pouring over all this stuff and being like, what, what the hell do we do? And then like, you tell, you tell your kids, we can't go on the, on that star Wars, right? Cause it's an extra $20 that we don't really want to spend. Then like the kids are going to fucking, the, the, the kids are going to hate it. I don't know. And it's, vacations it's, it's, it's are where some of the top family fights happen. Yes. Yes. That oh, is, absolutely. That is the time. Ooh, when I was in the Heathrow airport and there were a lot of families, a lot of kids. Like I feel like the most kids I've ever seen in the airport Everybody is on the naughty step. It is, it is, it is screaming lectures. It is, it is. This is yesterday when you were at the airport? Yeah. Okay. So this, like this, I was like waiting at a gate and it was actually like going to Milan or whatever. This dad has like this sit down with his two kids. And he was like, mom and I are going on holiday 
come hell or high water. So if you're not, you know, they're on the plane. They have a rule that if adults and kids don't behave, they won't let you on the plane. So I will call like somebody or whatever to come pick you up. And mom and I will go on holiday if you don't behave. <gasps> and the little girl starts crying. And then the son goes, you're never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that kid. So, you're never going to do that. that so high stress. Lame and like, ass. and they're paying all this money to go to fucking Italy. And it's supposed to be like, oh, family vacation. It's all bartering with your kid. It's all like... <sighs> you know unmatched expectations you, you don't and then like the wife has to fuck him because it's vacation it's not it's just yeah, stay at home thing. your old yeah. trip we deserve it but everybody else stay like whenever i've been on vacation with a partner it's like it's it's like it, ultimately traveling is so stressful and then you get somewhere and it's like okay right sex okay oh sure. all right now let me just crack my knuckles and get in the vibe for this because Sex. All right. Yes. Sex. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm excited <laughs> yeah. about. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm not tired. This isn't too small. Um, <laughs> all right. Here we go. People <laughs> should definitely go on vacations in the first four months of a relationship, even though I would say people think that's too early. That's the best time because you're fucking so much. Because if you go on a vacation oh. like a year or two in, I mean, like, and you're not in a good place, it's going to come to light. Yeah. In a beautiful I, I setting. Think, I think everything <laughs> besides moving setting. in together should be done too early so you can figure out what the deal is with the person early. I think it's a great idea to go on vacation early because guess what? If you don't travel well together and, and that's mm. the thing that's important to you, that person is a abort, abort mission. If you, if, if like if you need to be with someone that's patient, Travel with the person you're dating to find out if they are or not. Because yeah. the, the patience is the first thing to go. Mm -hmm. Like, and also the way people treat you when they're impatient mm -hmm. or when they're stressed out. Because that's another say one. Say that, Matt. Ooh. Say that. Move Matt fast. Is... I love this. Move fast in all areas except something big. Like moving in together. No, don't mm -hmm. do it within like a year, no. maybe even two years. Like I'm at the point now where I'm just like, maybe people shouldn't live together until they're married, period. Like I, I'm like, I've never. Maybe not after. Maybe not. I was going to say ideal Honestly. marriage for me is like we have two different <laughs> <laughs> at the very mm. least two separate bathrooms yeah. I mean do, a lot of artists do that like Frida and Diego perfect marriage, perfect um, marriage. I heard Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow and her husband two separate houses um, well two separate wings of the same oh house. yeah and yeah, uh, I also heard that Salvador Dali's his wife lived in a separate house and he had to make an appointment to see her <laughs> and that's, that was that was her rule that was her rule amazing I love that did you call my assistant then you can't Honey. come see me, your wife. And there's stories of him like being at the house and like waiting outside. She wouldn't let him in. Oh, love it. I love it. She's in all the paintings. My dream relationship. I think his dick didn't work. I think that uh, was the really? thing. Yeah. Like, like one of his clocks. Oh, girl. 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 Smart boy shit. Limp like the clock. You know Honey, I mean. his penis was giving surrealist painting. Okay. It was this giving is Magritte. not a pipe, mama. <laughs> My God. I will say, speaking of Dali, the Spanish are an incredible people. Yes. We love Spain. We gotta go, we gotta go to Barcelona and then go back to Mallorca and get a car so we don't have to stay at the hotel the whole time. Uh, Did either of you hook up on the trip? No. <laughs> no. It was a very unhorny trip. 
No. Really? Yeah. yeah. And okay. I actually commented on that to, with Mo today. <laughs> where I was like in the airport I was like Europeans are all so hot like the ratio so of hot. hot people and it's normal it's like the guy at border you know stamping your passport is like a model and it's normal crazy crazy and they're just he, he eats right and well there you go cause the gluten cause yeah. the milk is actually fine the, the cows are happier over there that's true that's it's true actually, it's actually really literally true. No, it's literally true. Turns out all bread over here is cake. And they haven't been telling <laughs> us. It's cake. They haven't been telling us. It's cake with um like estrogen pumped into it. Like that's <laughs> what we're all eating. <laughs> Wait, you didn't even go to Amsterdam and um like where where the it's the hottest people yes. in the world. Uh I, I will say Spanish men mm. really, really Huge. are top tier. I was like walking through the Madrid airport on my on my layover and it was like a 30, literally a 30 minute walk from one gate to the, to the other. But every every single man that I saw, I was like, it was Javier a, Bardem. A, a dime. And it's oh. normal like, over there. It's, it's just normal. normal. And I'd say you no move one's to Los freaking Angeles, out about it. you'd be treated like a god. You would be treated like a god and you would turn into an asshole. That's what would happen. <laughs> if they moved to Los Angeles, even Los Angeles, where everyone's kind of, you know, got it together. Everybody in LA, I feel like, is either really hot or not at all. And there's kind of no in between. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I, 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 I feels like it feels like there's not many places you can go with that argument. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Now that I'm kind of thinking of people that I am attracted to, I'm like, no, that's not true. <laughs> Amsterdam, I would love to go. Oh, it's with so this good. Group, with this group. I would definitely go. This is the thing. Sudi and I kept, this, this is what Sudi and I kept saying. Travel is so important. Travel is so important. <laughs> travel is Have so you heard important. of traveling? Readers, travel is so important. You We've must do that. it. Have you been? Why not? Go. There's no boundaries. Never been, they're all saying. Never been. I say travel to people. People say never been. I say why? Go. And also at this resort, Sudi and I kept looking at each other and going, Mike White is a genius. Like every dynamic in the White Lotus is somewhere. Like we we see it unfold right before our eyes. The White Lotus is fabulous and the Emmys agrees. (laughs) Thank you. Every person in the cast nominated. Truly. And we and we and we celebrate when you travel. And this is the thing about traveling. And I'll explain this because I'm well, I actually think I'm kind of the classic person, the only person who's traveled, maybe. So it's my my duty to tell people um, I'm the original traveler. You start observing people. And because um, you, you don't understand the language they're speaking, you make up stories about them. <laughs> I'm I'm making up. So I'm making up the conversation between like this very tanned, hot German woman in her 60s and her husband. And I'm like, okay, well, I think it's a second marriage for both of them. I think that's why they seem so in love. I think that, you know, he cheated on his last wife. And found her. I think that she didn't think that she would find love again. Do you want to know why? Why? If you ever see two people happy at a restaurant, they're having an affair. Oh. Wow. Period. Is this (gasps) this like common knowledge in terms of restaurant workers? Trust me, if people 
if 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 I I know from working in a restaurant, if people are really 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 into each other at a restaurant, and it and you get the vibe of and you get a second marriage vibe, they're having an affair. Oh my oh god! My. That and makes now so that much I said sense. that. Are you now thinking about that a little bit differently? Those people you saw? That makes so much sense. But I don't think of affairs as age appropriate. But I guess in Europe, they probably are. Oh, yeah. No. The the, the oldest people in, in Europe are having affairs. The oldest. <laughs> I love that. That's very European. That's a, as, long mm-hmm. as, as long as all the genders are doing it, I'm on board. Each and every. But I'm into the fact that the older people are doing it. The oldest yeah. people in Europe are having the hottest affairs. This is a genuine question I have, which is like, how, when do you stop having sex? Because because also I always think that like when couples are on vacation, that's when they fuck. That's probably at least they're going to fuck at least one time on the vacation. And then you see these like older couples and then you're like, are they going to fuck on this vacation? I think that they probably will at least once. Like when, when do you stop? Do you ever stop? I will say, for, I, it seems like, from my observation, gay men never stop. That's beautiful. I, I, I don't know if it is. Because I would love to I be think, liberated. I think, I think it's beautiful. I, I would love to be liberated stop. from that someday. But no, who knows? you don't. <laughs> okay. But I don't I'm know about so women. I'm so curious about that. I mean, like, I watched that, um, that Gwyneth Paltrow, that goop sex show. And um, and I read an I article also about like older older people sex, and yeah. it sounds like uh, it's sex sex becomes not like classic what we think of as sex, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a lot of mutual diddle, it's a lot of massage, it's mm. maybe a lot of eroticism. No, it's we no became cum. intimate last night. It's not we. It's fucked. intimacy. It's we were intimate last night. We there was some eye contact. I touched privates and we both felt pretty good about it. Maybe if not even going to completion. And for us, that was enough. Good night. Mm-hmm. It's not, I fucking got bread. You know what I mean? I like, want to know how many people still want it. That's the thing for me. It's like not so much the physical, because I feel like I have an idea of what that's like. It's the desire. Like, is that forever? I don't think desire goes away. I think physical capability ebbs and flows yeah. but i don't think desire goes away and i think i actually well i don't want to say too much but i know for a fact that old old people do have affairs oh yeah and like it's like it's like nursing home shit too it's like everybody's yeah. yep. fucking in nursing home i mean i just know how it happens i just want to know how common it is and what exactly is going to happen to me that's what i want to know i want to know what well, exactly is going to happen to me I bet a lot more common than we think. I mean, I think I think like like if we've learned anything from men just like that, mm. it's that the acts never stop acting. You know I've what I mean? So like much. there's there there is an act five, act six, act seven, act eight to a woman's life, Sudi. Okay, so you guess what? The rest is still I think in the end what I'll want when I'm 80 is what I'm going to want now, which is somebody to make out with me while I go to town on myself. That's what you want now? Yeah. Lame. No. You don't want to get fucked. You don't want to get fucked. Don't do that. Not the studio from three years ago was trying it in her butt. What happened? What, what happened? Pressure point. Ago. I can't yeah, believe I pressure said that. Point. Brett Kavanaugh. You did. I mean, Shut at that up. time, Why I you is not actually this? correct. What do you mean? <laughs> 
Oh, what when was it? Twenty eighteen. I think it was pre Kavanaugh for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. It was before this. me too. And after I mean, me too. I mean, I said the words Lauren Bobert, so um wait, so it was before and during me too that you were trying it in the butt. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you got to the point where you loved it? Never. Um I really liked it up until a point. Like I yeah. I think the point that I'm at and I'm not putting limits on myself because who knows what will happen in my life. As as you know, there's so many mysteries to unfold. Whatever the rest is still, still unwritten. Um, I think that where I'm at is that I like stimulation down there, but maybe not a full full on penis. But who knows? Mm. You also don't have a prostate, which matters more than anyone could ever know. Right? It does. It really does. Yeah. But I did. I did know. I did know. I had a friend, and I had a friend that I waited table with. Um, when I was in um high school and she had a friend th- this girl they called her beamer because she only liked it in her ass beamer what? beamer they called her beamer i don't get that Why? i beamer? don't know either her name was diana but they all <laughs> called her beamer because she liked it in her butt and not her vagina wait yeah. bm like bmw beamer I don't know why they were calling her Beamer, but they were calling her Beamer that because maybe no it was like, he, like that. he beamed like her in the like, ass. Oh, yeah. People call me Kuko because I swallow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of dumb West Isop girls making the name up. I don't think it was like, you know, fucking anatomically correct or whatever, but they definitely called her Beamer. And the point of my story is I am saying there are women who do like it of exclusively course. in their butt. Of course. Yeah. And these are prostateless women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Yes. You don't have to tell me, honey. <laughs> but I will say this. I remember, Sudi, when you started exploring your butt, I remember being truly confounded because you actually seemed to like it more in your butt at that time than I liked it in my butt at that mm, time. Like my butt journey didn't happen until pre <laughs> my my butt journey was post Kavanaugh. <laughs> it really was. Matt is very sort of late to the oh, I I get this. Anal now. party. To the anal yeah. party. But now that I'm there, I'm like, I actually like, not only there. do I like it, but I actually, I live there. I actually, I'm, 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 I'm leasing, a, I'm leasing a place on Anal Street and mama, the postman comes twice a day. Oh, just kidding. Okay. Um, that would be too much mail. Uh, and also I'm not getting that many letters to be honest. I just was gone for, for like literally three weeks. I got to my mailbox. There was like six letters in there. I was like, really? Aww. Fuck my drag. Oh, no, no checks. Two no lame checks. And I'm waiting on one big check and I got two lame checks and I was I'm pissed off now. But Matt, I thought you were making some uh euphemism in terms of mail. You've been getting a lot of like you've been getting a lot of postmen coming in the figurative sense. The, uh, when we were in Fire Island, the first 4 days there were four different men. This is what I'm saying and that I I'm, I was so I was so in awe. I was like god, Matt Rogers what a what a pull on that one. Whore. No, no, That's no. Beautiful. I didn't say that. Actually, I didn't bottom once in Fire Island this time. I topped all four of the times. Mm-hmm. Whereas last year on Fire Island, I was like... A little bro. Little bro. This time I was <laughs> topping a lot. But the fact is, I ran out of steam and got really sick. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, oh. that was the end of my good times. I think not only for that... Um, not only for that trip, but also for the rest of this month. I've and been for the in like community. Sort of, a, sort of a sustained bad mood. Oh, like man. really not enjoying New York. Like like feeling like I can't wait for everything I'm doing to be over. Like, And now I'm like, 
I'm really excited because um, like next week I have truly nothing going Great. on. This week I have a couple things, but like next week I looked at my schedule and it was like every single day was empty. And I actually said to my therapist the other day, I was like, I'm really excited because it not this week, but next week I have like a week and there's nothing on my schedule. And she said to me, she was like, add nothing. Yeah. And I was like, Protect I was like the time. I was like, I won't. She's like, only have only see me. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, that'll be it. And like, then I think at the end of the week, I have one thing on like Friday night, but like this week I have like a couple things I said yes to like social obligations or whatever and little things and like a couple of meetings. But the week after I need to seriously sit down and shut the fuck up because I mean, what's been stressing me out lately is like, I'm, I can't really say what I'm doing because it hasn't been announced. But like at the end of the month of August, I'm embarking on a big project and like I have to be in top, top shape yeah. for it. And so I'm, of course, you know, doing that thing where I'm convincing myself something is wrong or like, you know, like feeling like I'm fixated on like not feeling correct. And I'm just like, no, I think I'm just over this summer. Mm-hmm. I worked from literally January to July. Like it's it's time for me to sit down and shut up and just like rest and rehabilitate myself so that I can be healthy for the rest of the year starting in late August because I will be busy again. And so I'm just really trying to like actually listen to my body and what my mind is telling me and being like, you know what? It's okay that I don't want to go out and socialize right now. I did a ton of it. My body is literally telling me like, we can't keep doing this. Like, so that's really what the rest of my summer of cunt is going to be about true capital S capital C self care because it has to be. And that actually means not doing anywhere, anything or going anywhere. It's resetting. That's what's exciting. And yeah, I, I, I love, I love that perspective for you. If you want to hang out, let me know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. No, can I clarify something? This is what I meant by me turning to Sudi and saying we deserve this because we, because we the corollary to that is we deserve the reset because it's yeah. been, it's been it's been a lot and I really hope this does not leave a bad taste in y'all's mouths or the readers' mouths for that matter. I don't want no. I, it really was me going like, wow, I've not f- I forgot this sensation. Yeah, I think that we check in enough with the readers and everyone to let them know what we're doing and what we're up to where anyone that was like overextended in this way, like you would say to anyone that was telling you, like, I'm feeling really tired and really stressed. Like I've been doing a lot. Someone would say to you like, yeah, maybe you deserve a vacation. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's time to like, just hang out. And I think sometimes it's like, and this is this, this is something that I struggle with. It's like, but everything on my schedule is like, this year has been like a dream come true. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, I think part of it is like, when we went to the Bahamas to go do the view bow or like when we did something else, we can't say that we did or like, you know what I mean? Or like uh-huh. we were promoting our movie or like we were doing our movie or like shooting our show, Sudi, like us on set. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? All these things are like dream come true moments, yes. but also it does get to the point where that all does become work, which we are very grateful and lucky Absolutely. for, but that doesn't mean that at the end of it, you're not feeling like you do need to step back from it just to just to reset. And that's with anyone that enjoys what they do, which I hope for everyone, but anyone that really enjoys what they do also puts a lot of energy into it. And there is a period afterwards of just being like, let me step back and just like actually sit in the dark. First. Well, here's the, here's the difference uh, is that all of those things that we've been doing this summer 
um, that have been like really wonderful experiences professionally. I'm not, I'm not looking at those moments and going, I deserve that. There's no entitlement towards those things. It's that's important. It's the rest that I feel like everyone is entitled to, obviously. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that was the thing anyway. Yeah. No, that's, I, I a hundred percent get mm-hmm, what you were coming mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where anyway. you're coming from with that. Yeah. Sorry. I screamed at you. No, that's, that's okay. I do. I, but I don't, I, I don't, I think <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, but also it was indicative of a guilt. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think it made me uncomfortable because I think, it, yes, it, it's not so much guilt, but maybe it is guilt. It made me uncomfortable because I'm also like very aware of like, as we all are, like the privilege of going on a fun <laughs> vacation. And I even from my friends are like, you know, people get FOMO when they see people post yes, or whatever. Yes. And like, I totally get that 100%. I had the time of my life and I wish it on everyone. <laughs> but can I tell you what is way more annoying than people posting? People coming back from those trips and being like, oh, I know. Aren't we so annoying? Yeah, true. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I'll, I'll never I'll never say that. Yeah. Like, but but I know people that think that's the vibe is like, oh, I know. So fucking annoying. Right? Our stupid vacation that we took that we posted so much about like and, and then like like acting like like, oh, Instagram. Right. It's like. Okay, then get lost. It's me from Instagram. <laughs> Hi, it's my Instagram vacation. I also feel that way about people when they promote stuff that they were in and worked hard on when they're like, ugh, another post yeah. about this. I know you're tired about it. It's like, actually, no, I think that you're proud of that and you wanted to do and well. you should be. And, and- that's okay. <laughs> like- I'm guilty of that every now and then. No, you're not. I'm so... No, go ahead. I cut you off. I, w- I was just going to say week to week, like... At least at SNL, it's like, okay, like it's another week of posting like my sketch and being like, wow, what a wonderful experience this was working with these people. But yeah. it was a wonderful experience, was it not? It was. I just, I am wary of like the frequency or the the rhythm of that, like when the season is on where it's like, I hope this does not feel like a barrage. That's all. Yeah. You can never feel responsible for someone else's discomfort about your success. And you can never be responsible for someone else's jealousy over what you're doing. All you can do is live your life. And if you're actually proud of it and want to share it, then you should. And if you if you feel good about it, you should say that. It actually inspires a lot more people than it, sorry, but disappoints. And if they're disappointed about that, then here's something I have to say. I know me from the past could have used this. Go to therapy, mama. Go to therapy, mama. Can yeah. I say, can I can I tell you what someone did that was, I, well, first of all, Natasha Rothwell gets nominated for White Lotus, speaking of White Lotus, Yay. for the Emmy. Mm-hmm. Perfect and she, nomination. She posts this per- lovely, lovely message on her, on her Instagram. Yeah. Just being like, I'm so grateful. Wow. And to everyone who worked on that show, what a wonderful day. And we're so proud. Truly like no asterisks. Unadult, an unadulterated mm-hmm. moment of like mm-hmm. joy and pride and, and gratitude, and that and, yeah. and and so yes, I agree with you. Like there, you can just be proud about something, and that's think- probably even more infectious and nicer and feels better on like the soul for other people than being like, oh, I know, annoying, right? No, totally, I completely agree with that. And then Natasha and also- sent, me, sent me flowers, and I was like, honey. Oh. Well, she's classy. A she, uh, so classy. I, I had to send her something right back. 
Well, she's like, a gem and someone that really deserves everything that that she has. I mean, absolutely. like so. Oh my god, what an angel! I I, I sent her flowers and some candies back. That's she nice. Just, what kind of candies? Little little gummies. That's cool. That's <laughs> why I was trying to get at. <laughs> did you guys gummies. get what I did? You guys get what I sent to the trip? What did you send to the trip? What'd you send? I sent you Haribo gummy bears, Judy, <gasps> and I sent you string cheese, Bowen. I got the gummy bears, but I thought they were from the hotel. They didn't have your name on them. I didn't get the string cheese. Oh my oh, god! Oh, they were from me. Matt. Maybe they didn't have the string cheese in the in the country. I can't believe you waited this long to tell me that you sent those gummy bears. I assumed they were from the hotel. Well, I I arranged it through Joe. <gasps> Matt, that's so nice. That was so. Sweet. Why didn't you say anything? Who says something about stuff about gifts that they sent? I say I I follow up with you frequently about gifts I send you. Should I stop? <laughs> Did you like it? Did you get it? Check your mail. That's kind of my energy, which is fun. <laughs> that is really sweet. I Matt hate the Raja. fuck out of those gummy bears. Angel. I knew Game changer. Game changer. I mean, I knew what my people's comfort foods were. I can't believe you didn't get the string cheese. Maybe they're I not know. a thing in Europe. Maybe not. But Europe understands hmm. gummy bears. It's a gummy bear culture. It's oh my god! Like the variety, what they have there that we don't have here. We don't talk about it enough. Oh, just you. This this is my. I don't think so, honey. Speaking of, should we move on? Let's move on. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself your feet will thank you snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker retail associate grocery store clerk fitness trainer baker stylist bellhop podcast producer yeah snag a job's got a worker for that with our easy to use platform you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard right 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend Bowen Yang to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. This, this is I Don't Think So, Honey. This is our, as you know, one minute segment where we just launch into missives about culture. One minute mm-hmm. missives, I should say. Yeah. Matt, do you really? have something? I do. I, and that's actually about culture of the moment. Amazing. I love it. It'll be topical happens. even. I love it when that happens, King, legend. This is Matt mm-hmm. Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People being upset about the three legendary legend stars for the talent show for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7. It's a talent show. These are their talents. Probably they should be worth more mm. than whether or not they can do a TikTok dance. Also, for everyone like dragging Monet and Shay being in the top four, like... They're extremely talented. And if you went to those shows, probably you would be blown away by Monet Exchange singing opera and Shea Coulee being the closest thing that Drag Race ever can offer to a pop, like to like an actual genuine pop star. So I just feel like also, I don't think so, honey, people being like, what? The all-star Drag Race rules are a little wonky. Yeah, bitch, they are. They have. It's been this way (laughs) since like the very first season. Also, I don't think so, honey, people caring this much about Drag Race rules. Feels like you don't know what drag is. It's like one of the top rules of drag. If there are any, is there are no rules. It's a silly little thing, mostly for charity. Five seconds. Yes, it's for money and there's a real prize. But you're showing your ass by caring this much. Stop shouting down these twi- these queens on Twitter, especially the black queens. You're racist. And that's one so minute. Um, say that. I was. That. I was a little sad to see Jada left out. That's all. I was. I was not tweeting these awful things. I think Jada's excellent. I think Jada was so fun on the season. But, like, ultimately, if it's going to be judged by as a talent show at the end, then, like, pretty much you know what you're doing if you just come with a mix like everyone else. Totally, you know what I mean? You have to totally. offer something yeah. super extra on top of that. And Shay Coulee did have the most intricate choreography. She was the most galvanized performer. And the song was probably, in terms of, like, like the, the songs that those drag queens create like it was the most elevated yes and so so good i totally see her moving on and then monet exchange like you know sang opera she did she 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 did she did a talent she exemplified a talent that the other queens 
could not. And so I understand why the two of them won. And like, I think it's a great top four and the other four are going to get the chance to lip sync and perform too for oh, 50. I love it. No, I think, I think it's, I think it's genius producing. Wait, I think we can talk about this in the pod. I, you know what I always forget what? is that Monet exchanges partner is Andy short. What? what? From college. No. And they're, wait. they're they're happily together. Like, it's so... No, it's, no, wait, 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 wait. They're wait, like, they're together. What? They're like, they're like boyfriends. Aww. Andy Short isn't and Monet so, Exchange are so together. Sweet. Isn't that so nice? Aww. Anyway, hi, Andy Short. Andy Short was on Hammercats Mountain Duty Sketch Group. And Andy and I were very good. I've always been very good friends. We love Andy so much. I that. Well, I knew Andy Short when he was closeted. And yes, he would put too. a lizard on my arm. He would bring a lizard to Hammercats rehearsal. This is before your time, Sudi. And he would put it on my arm. And he and he would. I, and you know what? I, I didn't like that lizard no. very much, but I loved Andy Short a, a lot. Andy Short. Talented. Andy Short. His first. His first. His freshman what? year. His freshman year. He was kind of that like, ooh, that trickster who was going to get up in your face and like kind of like he was the you. most offbeat he was the most he offbeat. was the most offbeat and we were like god Andy, he was, he's, he's always been so talented and so talented i think in his queer journey he has like become this perfectly lovely i mean he the, no no one stands by what they did freshman year of fucking college Anyway, I mean, he might. I'm sure. I'm sure. Even the gay version of Andy Short would be like playing with a with the lizard. No, oh, because you you didn't go to the I don't think so, honey. Boston show. He 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 did. He he was at that show. Anyway, I'm so I'm so happy for Andy. Andy okay, wait. Went, I just requested him on Instagram, and I immediately got approved. Wait, oh my god, he is with Monet Exchange. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. 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 What? This is crazy. Oh my it's, god, look at his arms. Yeah, no, they're both beautiful people, oh. and we're we're so happy for them. Um, I love this. I yeah, love yeah. Oh my god, Andy, cool, you look funny great. partner. That's so cool. <laughs> you will. I want so many cool and creative things. Opera and drag. Wait, drag. I can't believe this. Isn't that like a true gang? Like blast from the past. I'm jealous. Well, Andy has I'm a lot to be now. proud of. Because I have to say this, like <laughs> I have always, I have always. I've always I, been a Monet Exchange I'm fan. I'm jealous. Okay. Sorry. Whatever. Wait, no, what go you say your that? nice thing. <laughs> I was just saying I've always been a Monet Exchange fan, and this, this now I'm like uh, I'm a stan this season. I yes. thought she's been great and phenomenal. Um, what wonderful job, and maybe she'll even win the crown. I want what they have, and it's not fair that I don't have it. Right. Let's go back to this. Let's this <laughs> this this vibe. <laughs> she's being. It's it's a bit. The vibe is a bit. Sometimes the vibe is a bit. Sometimes the vibe is a bit. It's actually rural culture number six. Sometimes, Sometimes the, the vibe, vibe is, is is a bit. bit. You don't know love my sense of humor. You don't love <laughs> my sense of humor. Yes, we do. Yeah, I could take or leave it. Um, I could take a leave of your sense of humor. Hang out with me next week. <laughs> Once. We don't have to talk. We my can therapist sit. says. We can sit in <laughs> the hang dark. Hanging out with you is not putting something on my schedule. It's just are we around? We'll hang out. It's exactly. That's not, not an imposition. I want it on the schedule to make sure it happens. The less, the the, the less. I'll be, I promise you, I'll be here the whole time, and it, like you don't need to worry about what my availability. You literally know now that I'm available. You can just text me. The less things are treated, I would as love like, to do that thing where we go sit at the uh, sit at the pool on the rooftop again. That thing that we did. Oh yeah, with that was Becky. fun. 
So it was fun. Well, don't tell them all about it. Oh, Ooh. sorry. Because I, we, we want to do it. Bleep it out. Okay. Yeah. The less you treat it as like a calendar event, the, the, the better it is. Just organically work into it. Yes. I'm saying for everybody. Sometimes, yeah, we don't need, sometimes it doesn't need to be a calendar event. <laughs> I want to be official. I want to be penciled in. Proper seems channels. Like you keep, seems like you keep fighting this. <laughs> you channels. don't love my sense of humor. <laughs> you don't love Can't it. Take or leave it. Don't love you it. You don't love it. You don't love it. You don't love it. You don't love, love my me. sense of humor. It's it's giving Miss Cracker. I am funny, and one of my <laughs> biggest passions is comedy. And if people don't think I'm funny, I'll die. If people don't love my sense of humor, they won't love me because. Being funny is who I am. I have to represent myself as a funny person. It's not mean. It's just every confessional was her being like, I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm gonna and then she really funny. was like, I I think Miss Cracker is so funny. She like, is I, so I, funny, I mean, but like, that but that you know, I think the confessionals I think were like, I am a comedy girl, and when I do comedy, I see people laugh. But also, you know why that rubbed me the wrong way? Because I hate. Talking about comedy, I hate it when funny people use the word humor. I hate. <laughs> I've uh, done it. I hate witticism. I hate comedy. I hate witty. Oh my god, witty. the worst. The worst word is witty. witty. The worst word is witty. Like, oh, you're oh. very witty. Like, I'd rather jump in a acid fountain. Acid fountain. Yeah, yeah. That is like why every like I can't sassy. listen to interviews. Sassy is the worst fucking word I've ever invented. Sassy. Sorry. Ugh. Sassy is always code for faggot, by the way. Anytime. Yes, it is. They're always like, oh, and Bowen Yang playing the sassy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, get away from me and my family and my friends. Oh, yeah. People describe Darcy as sassy, and I'm like, oh, so you just didn't watch the show you're or idiot. you're homophobic because literally he's the driest character on the show. Sassy. He's not sassy. Well, my at favorite all. thing is when they talk to a female comedian and they, who has like dick and like, like jokes that where they say fuck and like talk about sex, which is like every comedian. And then they're like, raunchy. so, uh, yeah, exactly. Raunchy. It's like, that is always like, like, like we haven't been doing that since the beginning of time. Right. It's I, yeah, yeah. The media. Am I right? <laughs> they don't love my sense of humor. <laughs> um, Bowen, are you ready? I'm ready to pop the hell off. Like yes. you always do. Yes. All right. Well, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His sassy little time starts now. <laughs> I Don't Think So Honey. American McDonald's not taking risks anymore. You go uh, anywhere uh, else in the fucking world. These international McDonald's are fucking making, just doing circles around us in terms of menus. Okay. I go, we go to England and here's what you got on the menu. You got your Italian stacks. Oh, he took you got notes. your crispy chicken Italianos. <laughs> you have a tiramix, tiramisu McFlurry. You go into any McDonald's in France, you get macarons there, okay? And then what do you get in McDonald's? Not the crispy chicken selects. They take all of the fun, interesting things off the menu because the Americans have the worst taste in the world. All the mm. fun stuff is immediately whisked away at McDonald's in America. The only fun novelty anymore is getting the McRib every couple seconds. of years. I need Ugh, McDonald's disgusting. to be interesting again in America because everywhere else is doing it so much better than us. We're the ones who invented this. Why aren't we Five doing seconds. it the best? It's crazy. It's giving me and Matt doing I Don't Think So Honey and not being the best at it, even though we are the inventors of it. And that's one minute. Honestly, the Montreal McDonald's is the Olympics of drag. <laughs> 
The poutine there, slay. Oh my god, McPoutine, McPoutine. is the Olympics McPoutine. of drag. It's, it's 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 Alaska's May West, and that's rule of culture number seven. The McPoutine, the, the, the McPoutine is the, is the Olympics, Olympics of, of drag. drag. That's so beautiful. Just think things it's the Olympics of drag. The McPoutine, and then guess what? You go to Prince Edward Island in Canada. And all of the fries are cut from the potatoes there. Anne of Green Gables herself grew these potatoes. Oh my my God. God. Anne of Green Gables was the Olympics of drag. (laughs) She really was. (laughs) She really was. She She got drunk on that cordial. Titanic was literally the Olympics of drag. Absolutely. (laughs) Sudi, you would be obsessed with it. I I feel sad that you're not in New York. I know. And I'm so obsessed with that Pocahontas video. I think it is a tour de force performance. And I think that it's, it is, it is up there with like some of the best comedic performances I've ever seen ever. You might have to fly in. You you might have to fly into New York at some point in August when we're all there because we might all have to go to see Titanic. I would love to. Can I I just say Marla Mandel doing Colors of the Wind is um, a, a companion piece to Maya Rudolph singing the national anthem. It really is. And it's also up there with Cecily doing, um, um, fuck, fuck. You know what which, I'm talking about one? in the, no, in I the don't. cup, in the, in the martini. Oh, 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 I, oh my, way. my way, my way, my way, my way. Oh it's my god! Bowen, Bowen and I, Bowen and I in the Bahamas just like spent like truly 40 minutes watching all Cecily videos. It's it's in her. It's just in her. She it's just she in her body it. and it's just there. Like she doesn't she just has to access it. There's no thinking. Only her Cecily. Ivana Trump, rest in peace. Rest in peace. That was really good. Oh my god. Spectacular bottom and a me. Spectacular me. And then I'm the first lady. Her and Kate as Catherine Deneuve and Julia. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh Catherine Deneuve and then who? Richard Bart- the, the, no, Brigitte Bardot. Bardot. No. And we and we got to tell Cecily in this very podcast that the only only uh, you see on paper, stop yelling at me. I can't be yelled at. Can't be yelled at. My dad was a really, <laughs> messed, was a really up messed up guy. But he would never do this to me. Not at a Terrazano's. Like only she. We would never do this to me. Not at a Terrazano's. <laughs> this to me. My my first experience and my every experience writing with Cecily was just writing down what she said. It was like, and and it, it didn't matter if like on the page it was like not like a written joke because duke. when she yeah. was doing it, it was so funny. My first experience was also that we wrote something together was also her like slowly having a meltdown and yelling at a man and um in, in the sketch. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, that's all you do. You just write down what she says. You just write down it's what she fucking says. Fucking genius. And it's I mean, easy. if you really want to laugh, just go back and listen to this podcast when Cecily was on her run oh of Housewives God. Impressions, which includes Dorit Kemsley, Ramona Singer. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that we listened to that over and over again, Matt. Because I was in LA the week that, that aired. We listened uh, yeah. to just the Housewives part like over and over again. I wanna be, I wanna be hot, sexy. I wanna be sexy. <laughs> Hello, table. Is this table? Hello, purple. Table. She's got the purple. Oh, my God. And pink and purple. Table. (laughs) You know who really does that all the time is Rinna. Rinna shows up early everywhere. And she's like, oh, my God. 
look at this window. I can see out it. Oh my god. Well, look at that. That's so fun. I love that. And look at I'm just gonna get over here and get a drink. What do you have? Vodka? You have whiskey? Oh, all of it. Well, you know, you know me. Ha <laughs> ha! And it's just it's just like literally like a the Joker version of a housewife. Mm. Joker man. But Sudi doesn't watch that show anymore. So um, we are going to now check in with Sudi Green about what she is watching, thinking, seeing, doing, feeling with this new I don't think so, honey, that she's going to do. Not just her fifth, because I think there's been five Summer of Cunts, but there was a Sudi episode before that. Right, Bo? So this is like the six. This is six. Because I'm on something. every because it's your sixth year doing the pod. You are on every year. Yeah. Her six. Oh her my sixth God, one. Huge. That's wow. huge. Wow. Well, that's not to discount all the I don't think so, honey. The live shows. The live shows. I mean, that's my best work. That's my best humor. Best humor. Best humor. I'm funny. <laughs> all right. So this is Sudi Green's I don't think so, honey. Her sassy little time starts now. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Tennis skirts being worn mm. in everyday mm. life and being marketed to me. Call the DSA. I know I just went on a fabulous Euro trip that cost a lot of money, but I don't want to dress like the 1% of the 1%. I, uh. and, and, I, and, and sports skirts in general, there's now a trend of sports dresses and sports skirts and girls are wearing them around. When I'm sweating my ass up a hike in, 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 in Griffith Park, I don't need to be reminded of my femininity, okay? Oh. If I am just... Just just bopping around doing errands. I'm going to do that in the worst pants I own. Not in a cute little skirt with shorts attached. 15 seconds. It's, 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 I, I want clothes to be a black shroud. I want it to be a blanket. I want it to be a burqa. I want it to be a hijab. I don't want to be swimming in fabric. I don't want shape. And I definitely don't want skirt. That is my, that. And that's <laughs> one minute. It, it is time to be real. It is it's time, time to be, be real, real right now. Yes. Oh wow. my god. I'm so okay. glad I'm free of this. Honestly. No, Sudi, you don't miss it at all. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, I don't. Wait. This is this I'm, is historic. I'm, this... I'm like I'm like purging. I'm purging social media. I'm like I don't know. I'm in a I'm in a sea change. Oh, stay tuned. Um, Sudi is going to debut something, some big thing on social media. Oh soon. yeah, stay tuned. I mean, yeah, it might be out yeah. by the time this airs. I don't think somebody be real for not like it's telling me it's time to be real, but it won't let me take the damn picture. This picture. is bullshit. Well, I just let, sometimes it does that. It's a little slow. Wait, what are you debuting? I already told you. I already told you where I'm like deleting. <laughs> Remember uh-huh. when I told you that I'm going to archive all of my Instagram and start fresh? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, I, yeah I, and yeah. I told you I didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah. Well, you don't love my sense of humor. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay Rita. tuned. I, I, I do like the idea of someone like, completely wiping out their Instagram like Taylor Swift and then having their friends start a whisper campaign like did you see that Sudi deleted her entire Instagram yeah I mean something, you guys are gonna something's, do that something's happening who cares we're, we're gonna, we're gonna it all down boss. I don't care anymore like I don't need I don't I just it's all I'm gonna try <sighs> I respect it so much it's not it's not that I dislike when other people do it I'm actually it's coming out of my own boredom like not watching Housewives anymore. I'm just bored when I watch it. Mm. I'm tired of it. And I think that I'll That's find the it point again. Of it for me. I'll find it again and I'll love it again. And I also think I'm not watching it because I'm deep into Love Island. And Love Island is very much scratching that itch. 
But it's like, you know, you got to mix it up. And sometimes you, you only have room for one of those things. You only you only have room for a Love Island. You can't have that coexist. Like, anytime, like I, when I watch Housewives, I'm not watching 90 Day Fiance. You know, you know what I mean? I want to get into 90 Day. It's it's bleak. You're going to, you might love it. You might hate it. By the way, I just started Yellow Jackets today. Excellent. Did you? Melanie Linsky. Mm-hmm. Emmy uh, amazing. Huh? But so you, you've decided to start watching it. I've decided to start watching it. And I, I, there's something that happens in the first episode. And I immediately went, well, Matt can't watch this. Yeah, I don't think so. No, but it is excellent. It is really well done. And, you know, it's it's, I am, it's excellent. I will say I am going to go see Nope, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm really that. excited for Nope. I am going to go see it. I'm going to get over my whatever fear to, just to be part of a cultural phenomenon. I'll go see it with you. When I first saw the trailer and first we can go saw next week. that it was... Okay, put it on the calendar. Um, <laughs> uh, when I first saw the trailer and I first saw that it was called Nope, it was like the hardest I had laughed alone in my home in like a long time. <laughs> nope I mean, I think is it's such very a good funny. title. It's a great it's title. A title. It's one of the best titles. It's the Olympics of drag. It's the Olympics it's, of drag. Nope is the Olympics of drag. I have heard of some spoilers and which makes me more excited to see it. Oh really? Yeah, I actually got some of it some of it um spoiled for me, which actually is okay for horror movies. For yeah. me, it's like I when I know a little bit more, I actually can enjoy it more because mm. I'm gonna be able to pay attention and focus and not um be surprised be in in a state of shock and horror the entire time. Um but it seems pretty interesting. Mm. I can't believe that I saw Into the Woods on Broadway this weekend and like it just so happened that the next night I saw Titanic and so it dominated the conversation. I do want to stress Into the Woods was fantastic. Of course. Gavin Creel, Gavin Creel, I do want to marry him. Um, Patina Miller is a perfect singer. Wow. It's, there's all, all that can be said is that she's a perfect singer. Ms. Sarah was sick, but her understudy was lovely. Um, Brian Darcy James, fabulous. The girl who played Little Red Riding Hood was a fucking sleigh. So funny. Um, anyway, so good. So good. So good. We love that show, don't we? We love that. I think it's my favorite show. It's the Olympics of drag. It's the Olympics of drag. Summer of Cunt is the Olympics of drag as well when it comes to yeah. Los Culturistas. Wow. Another wow. year in so the books. I, th- I, th- I think the first line of the description for this episode is going to be, this is the Olympics of drag. <laughs> One hundo. One hundo. Has to be. Has to be has to be okay well Sudi what do you have to say to us I love you so much and that you're two of my very best friends and that is all I have to say (laughs) (laughs) and that and that is it (laughs) do you know what do you know what two two of my very best friends is from who who is that when Molly Shannon in Superstar does (laughs) Supermodel documentary hour. <laughs> Naomi Campbell and Christy Turnington are two of my very best friends. Right. <laughs> I was walking down the street oh. one day and the man, he come up to me and he say, would you like to be a supermodel? And I say, we, oui. and the next week I'm on the cover of Vogue. You know what? You, know what my, you can the, cut the, that out. You should cut no. it out when I said, I love you guys. N- what? Why? Okay, no, keep this in. The, my favorite part of super of superstar is Molly Shannon going. At least I'm not named after bottled water. And then Evian, and, and then one of Evian's friends has like a bottle of Evian. And then That's so up. good. I think Lassie. my favorite part of superstar is when she goes superstar. Yes, yes, I love that. 
We should watch that again. We should. Ooh, yeah. Pretty good. Produced by the legend, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. <laughs> what a what legend. legend. What a legend. legend. Gave my girls their careers. <laughs> Gave your girl Molly Shannon and Vanessa Bayer their careers. Put Bowen on TV. Mm. We love him for that. <laughs> when when no one else would except, oh, uh, Aquafina. <laughs> Aquafina did it first. Aquafina legend. beat Lauren Michaels to the punch. Aquafina legend. legend. Uh, that's the pull quote. Aquafina Read legend. it, do your thing. Oh my God. Okay, well, we end every episode with a song I know just the one to sing. You think you own whatever Whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. You gotta just, you gotta YouTube it, everybody. YouTube it. Okay. Marlon and Dell close the wind. YouTube it. Bye. Bitch. Bitch. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.